hey y'all hey welcome to such a lady and i'm your host siobhan if you are stumbling upon such a lady turn up the volume make yourself at home and welcome to your new toxic family now if you're tuning back in welcome back to the fam y'all look i missed y'all it's been a long week i'd be excited to get back to y'all i'm not gonna lie i do i'd be excited i'd be like dang i can't wait for monday to come like before it was kind of like okay um it was kind of like a chore having to find the stories but like now i'm like legit excited to come back and see y'all and um i hope you all had an amazing weekend um this past weekend was her faith and bossed up candles get lit and we had an absolute blast i can't wait until such a lady has something but honestly i'm trying to figure out how to do it so it's not that i haven't been thinking about it i'm just trying to figure out how because everybody's in different places and i want us to be able to um meet up because i really feel like i know y'all like y'all my family in my head but um yeah but that being said why do y'all let me talk to y'all um (laughs) One of our family members sent me a text message letting me know that she enjoys listening to such a lady, but I had her at Paw Patrol, and I was like, Paw Patrol, and then I remembered, and I was like, why? Listen, I just be saying stuff, and then I have a whole script, y'all. I do. Each week, each week, I have a whole script where I write down everything. I have little bullet points, what I'm going to say. And then after each episode, I have to have the uh, come to Jesus talk because I'd be like, Siobhan, why come you just can't stick to the script? Uh, You can't never just stick to the script. You always listen, squirrel. So, but, (laughs) and then I would tell y'all I'm going to do better, but I don't want a lot of y'all. So let's just um, get to the such lady of the week. Let's just do that. Um, (laughs) this week's such a lady is Mel Melody. And the reason why she's a such a lady is because I don't know if y'all noticed, I tried to separate the two because if y'all are here for the toxic stuff, I don't really want to harp on like her faith and bossed up candles because that ain't what y'all are here for. So I try to like throw it in there and then leave it alone. So when we were at the event this weekend, um, I didn't bring up such a lady because it wasn't, you know, her thing. Um, but Mel was like, I love your podcast and I listened to it. And like, I was like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't even know. So I didn't know that, you know, some of y'all are multi-family members. So y'all, 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 y'all are family members here and bossed up candles and her face. I just love y'all. Y'all are so supportive. Like for real, our family is slowly, but surely growing. And I'm not going to lie. I could not be happier. I cannot. I absolutely love our little community. I love that I know y'all when we haven't heard from each other in a while. We reach out. We laugh. We support. We learn. We love. Um, I couldn't ask for a better toxic family. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> and also, I have not forgotten about the um, promoting the small, big Notice I said big, big businesses. Um, I actually have a format. I told you I want to start treating such a lady like the big business that it is going to be. We're speaking that into existence. So with that being said, um, I want to make sure that when I send it out, that it's, it looks good. So 
don't forget if you want to shout out if you can hear me that means other people can hear me so um a lot of people can't support you because they don't know about you so if you want your business supported definitely reach out if it's a real business because listen I had a bot reach out. Listen, we did a whole thing for a week till my daughter was like, mama, stop texting that bot. And I was like, see, don't, why do people do you dirty? Like, you know, you try to be like, I'm support of the women. This was somebody trying to steal some money. Yeah, Tariana was like, mama, like, stop. I really do be trying. I, I be trying to support. And Tariana was like, mama, you was finna send some money to somebody you didn't even know, and they was finna scam you. So please don't be a bot, because I, listen, I just don't be. Let's get to the let's get to the the, the meat and potatoes then, okay? Um our toxic lady of the week is a Christine Scott. Christine Michelle Bray Scott. All right, y'all. Her whole name, we didn't call her by her government name, so she must have done something that wasn't good. Now, Christine was born in Russellville, Alabama. And from all accounts, Christine had a a normal upbringing, nothing too major, nothing, you know, nothing that stood out. But Christine seemed to like fires. Now, this is a small fact, but this small fact will play a major part later in our story. So remember, remember that. Now, Christine met and married her husband, Jeremy Scott, and the two would go on to have um, two handsome boys, one named Mason and then another one named Noah Riley. Now, I love the name Noah Riley. I like the way it rolls off my tongue. If I was going to, if I was still popping out kids in this world, Noah Riley would definitely be on my top 10 name list. I like it, Noah Riley, because you just can't say no. You got to say Noah Riley. And I think it's versatile. It could be a girl or a boy name. Okay. So listen, Mason was autistic. And um, friends and family members said that Mason was too much for Christy. She, um, Christy, she always seemed frustrated, but she loved her boys. Which is why on August the 16th, her life forever changed. Um, Christy states that she was watching HBO after putting the boys down for bed around 10 p.m. Mason was asleep, but Noah Riley was not. So Christy w- states that she goes back to her room, she finishes up the movie, and then she goes back to check on the boys one last time. When she gets in the room, she sees that. Mason is still sleeping, but Noah Riley was still up and he was wide awake. Like he wasn't finna go to sleep no time soon. Y'all know that, that look where them kids be like, look, (laughs) you thought. (laughs) So she states that she brings Noah Riley to her room so that he could sleep with her so she could get him to go to bed. So eventually she gets him to doze off and go to sleep. And I'm just wondering where's her husband at? Cause like, is, do he work overnight? Like, because I'm nosy. I need to know all the deets. But apparently, Jeremy, her husband, had been out of town for the last couple of weeks. So he was out of town on work. So it was just a mom and her boys at home chilling. And Christy states that they went to sleep only for her to be woken up as if she was hit in the face with something. And she says she wakes up and she smells smoke and then she sees fire. She states that she grabs Noah Riley and she goes to the window. She gives him a hug. She kisses him. 
she's nervous, but then she drops Noah Riley out the window, and then she jumps out next. Christy states that she then grabs Noah Riley, and then she runs to the neighbor's house, where she tells them that her house is on fire, and she needs them to call 911 for her. Well, the neighbor's like, oh my goodness, what's going on? You know, she sees this lady and her kid, and so she calls 911, and apparently the neighbor says the phone in the front of her house didn't work, so she had to go to the back of her house. She goes to the back of her house, and she calls the police, and she tells them that um, the neighbor's here, there's been a house fire, and you need to send someone. So when she gets back to the front of the house where Christine is at, the neighbor states that she says, my son Mason is in the house. So the lady's like, oh my gosh, there's a kid in the house. So she goes back to the back of the house and she goes to call 911 again to say, hey, look, if y'all was moving, y'all need to move a little bit faster because there's a baby in the house. So she comes back to the house. And at this point, the neighbor says that while she's making these um, calls, Christy is still there with Noah Riley. Well, then the neighbor states that her boyfriend gets up and goes over to the house after the 911 calls have been made to try to see about getting Mason out the house. Um, I'm confused because I don't know why come. And I don't, I, every parent is different, but I don't know. Even it came out of Christy's own mouth that her own words stated that she dropped Noah Riley out of the window and then she ran next door. These are her own words. So her own words state that she never even tried to save Mason. She felt the fire. She got up. She dropped Noah out the window and then they went next door. I don't know. I'm going to drop Noah out the window, but then I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to save Mason. That's just me. I'm going to have to die in the fire with my baby or at least try but the neighbor's boyfriend states that when they got over to Christy's house, that um, apparently the way that their house was set up, you had to put a pin in to get in like a code. Well, he states that she never gave him the code and she never tried to get in the house. So the house is just burning down. And so then the fire department comes and Christy states which fire sergeant is coming because there's one that I don't like. Now, mind you, I said before that she had a history of fires. Well, Christy likes setting fires. She had set another house on fire before, so this wasn't her first rodeo. Now, apparently no one was harmed in that fire, but she had been she had been in trouble before and so that's why she was asking which you know fire sergeant was coming on the scene because she herself stated that she did not like him because she had issues with him and I'm just thinking if your son is on fire why are you worried about which fire marshal is coming on the scene I don't I don't understand I would be like hey y'all get in there and get my son out but that's that's just me. So anyway, um, so the same neighbor that stated that Christy didn't try to save Mason also said that after the police and firefighters arrived, Christy patted her pant leg and said, oh, I had my cell phone the whole time. I could have called 911 myself. Now, it couldn't have been me. I couldn't have been that neighbor because you would have got... I, I, in the way that I give looks for my face, she would have knew. She would have knew that the, the jig was up. 
Like, yeah, you might as well go ahead and turn yourself in because either the police going to get you or I'm going to get you. Because I know that you ain't let this baby die. Like, for real, as a parent, I know you didn't. But um, they offered to take Christine to the hospital. But she stated that she was okay. She didn't need to go. You know what I mean? She didn't need to go. So firefighters on the scene say that Christine's father comes to the scene after he's been notified of what's going on. And when he gets there, he yells, what have you done to my grandbabies? So why would he say that? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just mad at her. So anyway, Christy was also reportedly reported overheard saying, how am I going to tell Jeremy I let his son die? So it sounds like Christine was talking too much. Like for real, apparently she was not given what a grieving mother was supposed to be given. And Jeremy would make it home. And by this point, Mason is gone. And they are, you know, looking at Christine. They're looking at her. They tell Jeremy that they think that she has something to do with it. They tell him that, you know, she's not acting like a grieving mother should act. And so they also state that if Jeremy decides that he's going to stay with her or stay on her side that Nora Riley's going to be in foster care because if she has something to do with it then you have something to do with it and so both of y'all are bad parents so Jeremy's like I already lost one of my kids I can't lose another one so he goes and he gets a um a order of protection against his wife so that she has to stay away from him and his son Jeremy I mean and the and his son Noah Riley and so, you know, at this point, I'm, I'm sure Jeremy's lost. I mean, he's lost his his son. His his life changed. He was just working. I mean, he he just at work. He come home and it's a whole nother world there. Like that's so crazy. Um, so Jeremy did what he was told to do, but Christine would reach out to him and convince him that she did not kill their son, which Jeremy believed. But again, the fire marshal didn't. Because he spent over 25 hours at one setting. He said he got up, he went to the scene, and he spent 25 hours investigating that scene and just looking to see what was going on. Because he said he didn't want he didn't want to point fingers. And if the case was that they did take her to jail and they were looking at her, he wanted it to be clear that she was the person that set this baby on fire. And so after he was finished with his investigation, he believed that there was only one possible outcome. And that was that Christy killed her son. And that this was, this was before he even knew that there was a life insurance policy. Mason was six when he was killed. The fire marshal also stated that he believed that Mason's mom, no, notice I said Mason's mom, Remove the smoke detector before setting the fire and killing Mason for the insurance money. And so reportedly, she had an insurance policy already for uh, Mason for 75000 And then she upped it to one seventy-five a couple of days before. A couple of days before. 
Um, and it honestly doesn't sound like she put too much thought into this plan of hers. I'm just being honest with you. I mean, that's the part that makes me mad. You are so focused on what you want to do with the money from killing your son that you don't even realize that you have a horrible plan. What mother is going to leave without at least trying to save her baby? And also coming from someone who works in insurance, like real talk, listen, if your spouse is killed and you are set to receive the insurance proceeds and the police expect, they, they suspect that you have anything to do with it, you're not finna get paid. You're not finna pass go. You're not finna collect $200. You finna sit down and you finna go to jail. And I'm sorry to be the person to break the bad news to you, but I just want to help. I want to be, I just want to help. I just want to, I just want to help. Cause, cause I don't want you to be, I don't want you to be like Christy. Cause then you're going to be, you going to, so now you broke and you can't hire a good attorney. I'll put some money you thought you was going to get. Thought, you thought you was going to get it. Like, don't do that. Like, no, I don't like it. It's not cute. So Christy was out here planning this money to spend that she would never see because a jury of her peers would convict her of murdering Mason for the insurance money, making her one of the only eight women on death row. And so I'm just like, my goodness, I don't, I, so again, it's, it's, it's the babies for me. It's, it's, it's the babies for me. Um, this past Friday, my niece, um, passed away from complications of cerebral palsy. Sanaya was 17 and um, when she passed away and her mother did an amazing job of taking care of her. She had Sanaya when she was a baby. Um, so she could have given her away. She could have beat Sanaya. She could have, you know, took advantage of Sanaya's disability. Like some of the stories that we've heard, like y'all remember Gypsy's, um, the story of Gypsy. Um, and how her mama was showing the hell out, you know, taking advantage of a disease that she didn't even have. But um, Sanaya's mother never did that. She always put Sanaya's needs first. And um, and for 17 years, she did that. 17 years, she gave up her needs for Sanaya. Sanaya never spoke a word. Sanaya could never walk or talk. And so Tiffany was Sanaya's voice. And, and Tiffany was a, a dang good voice for Sanaya for 17 years. So it breaks my heart that little Mason's protector was the person that he needed the most protecting from. Today, such a lady family would like to say rest in heaven to little Mason and Sanaya. And for the parents who abuse children, I just want you to know that there is a special place in hell for you. Um, just, just know that it's waiting is hot and it's just for you. Just want you to know that. So stop. You can turn it all around. You can do better. Um, I was reading about this couple, a married couple, y'all. Now I know that it's such a lady, but it was two men. So one of them had to be the lady in the couple. So we'll talk about it. I was reading about this married couple who adopted these two little boys and they just recently got arrested because they, okay, so they, everybody wanted to know how they stayed in this community where the houses started at, at about 900,000, but they were only bringing in about seven, a little over 7,900 a month. But everybody was like, how are they living this lifestyle? 
Well, apparently the police then came and raided the house. The married couple were like raping their foster kids. And not only were they raping them, they were um, like paying other people, other sick people to come and watch them while they raped their adopted sons. Like, can you? And so that's how they were bringing in money because they were selling these tapes and they were selling these videos and people were paying to watch them molest their adopted children and so once they got arrested they pled guilty but I'm just like my goodness like these babies are already in the system because they either their parents were like you know what I can't do it or somebody stepped in and said no you can't do it so we have to come in and protect these kids so you go out of your way to adopt the kids and then you adopt the kids to only hurt them like, come on now. That don't make no sense. Make it. No, no. That's why I say it's a special place because it's not okay. These babies are innocent. And then they're taken advantage of by the people that are supposed to protect them. So you going to adopt some kids to be mean to them. Like you, so you went out of your way. Now, yeah, when y'all get to jail, mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all like it. Yeah, l- let's just move on. I just... <laughs> oh my goodness no listen that being said if you are in a toxic relationship and you are looking for a sign to get out this is it this is your sign you don't have to wait another day you don't have to contemplate it you don't need to and I'm I'm just being honest with you you don't got to talk to everybody about it a lot of the times it's best to move in silence if the person that you are getting away from knows that you're leaving Nine times out of ten, they're going to try to convince you to stay or they're going to try to hurt you when, you when you're trying to leave. So if you need to move in silence, move in silence. You know what's best for you. You do. Your mama don't know what's best for you. Your sister don't know what's best for you. Your cousin don't know what's best for you. You know what's best for you. You have to live your life. And if that means you have to get out of a bad relationship, then you do it. And if that means that you're at rock bottom for a little while, guess what? It's okay because God is great at turning a, a, a mess into a masterpiece. I'm living proof of it. So you can do it. I know you can do it. And God has so much more for you, but you got to get rid of that mess first. And if you need help, you can always reach out to your such lady family, or you can reach out to the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. I appreciate you guys for tuning in this week. Don't forget to meet us at Such a Lady 30 on Instagram or Such a Lady on Facebook. You can always email us at suchaladytruecrime at gmail.com or you can just check out the website. Um, her Faith Motivates Without the H dot com. Listen, you guys, um, I'm so excited. If you are interested in having your business, um, shout out here. It is free. Just reach out, send a message, put a pigeon in the bottle. However, you got to get it to me. Listen, I'm all about empowering women, empowered women, empowering other women. I say it all the time. When we get to the finish line, it's so better to get there together than by ourselves. I want to get there with my crew. I don't know about y'all, but I want to get there with my girls. So um, let's be great on purpose. And don't forget, 
all week. We being great on purpose. We not making no apologies. We not dimming our light for nobody. We just going to be great. And we going to do that. All right, y'all. Meet me back here. Same time, same place next week. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in.